1: The Russia story is a total fabrication.
2: That, of course, was Donald Trump last week alluding to the special counsel investigation into Russian meddling in last year's election. But on Sunday, the man supervising the probe, Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein, said the investigation was no fishing expedition. Speaking on Fox News Sunday, Rosenstein also said special counsel Robert Mueller had a broad mandate to investigate possible crimes he discovers along the way. But Rosenstein wouldn't confirm reports that a grand jury had been impaneled. And he said the use of a grand jury wouldn't say anything about the likelihood of indictments. It's an appropriate way to gather documents. Sometimes you bring witnesses in to make sure that you get their full testimony. Uh, It's just a tool that we use like any other tool in the course of our investigations. With me to talk about the latest developments in the investigation into Russian meddling in the 2016 election is William Banks. He's the director of the Institute for National Security and Counterterrorism at Syracuse University College of Law. Bill, thanks for joining me. Um, Is a grand jury, is a convening of a grand jury as routine as Rod Rosenstein seemed to suggest in that that clip?
1: Well, I think it is. It is routine in in major criminal investigations, uh, and to that extent, I think Rosenstein is right on the mark not to to suggest that it doesn't necessarily indicate that indictments are imminent or that there's been a major breakthrough. On the other hand, uh, Mr. Mueller's office would not have convened a grand jury if they had nothing so far. So it does suggest that there's a a need for the mechanism of a grand jury to help them collect evidence and to document materials that they have going forward, perhaps to utilize their subpoena power.
2: And the fact that the the grand jury was reportedly convened here in Washington is that also routine. It drew some some uh, criticism from the president uh, on Twitter over the weekend.
1: Well, I think it's uh, it's just efficient. Uh, the Mueller's office is in the district. It's just a few blocks, I believe, from where the grand jury would be convened. He's got a sizable staff of lawyers and investigators. So it's simply a better way, uh, a less costly and more uh, time-efficient way to get their work done.
2: So I want to ask you about something else that came up in the Rosenstein interview on Sunday, which is the scope of Mueller's powers and the appointment order. Uh, So the appointment order Uh, says that he can investigate any links and coordination between the Russian government and people associated with the Donald Trump campaign um, and, in addition, can look into any matters that arose or may arise directly from the investigation. Um, What does that last phrase, directly from the investigation, mean? What, What can Mueller look at without having to go to Rod Rosenstein for additional authority?
1: Well, I think it's a very broad uh, grant of discretion. It's the kind that you would expect an independent counselor, or special prosecutor to have, because you simply can't know at the time that the original uh, instruction is given where the investigation will lead. So I think, indeed, Mueller's team has the authority to go far. You know, one of the things that we have to continue to remind ourselves is that this investigation is ultimately about Russian meddling in the US elections. So we start from that and and remind ourselves that things that are pertinent to the Russian meddling are pertinent to the investigation. And then for those who might have been involved or somehow connected uh, with the the, uh, Russian uh, meddling, then anything from those contacts, I think, is fair game. So it's pretty broad. And, you know, we, we can't predict exactly the, the far corners of the discretion that Mr. Mueller's team might have.
2: If, uh, well, let me ask you about um, – you know, there have been reports of the past several weeks about uh, Mueller looking into some of the business dealings of people like Jared Kushner, the president's son-in-law. Uh, is it clear to you that those are within the scope of his, his power?
1: Well, they are within the scope of his power if they connect in any way to the investigation of the Russian tampering of the uh, of the uh, election. So, if you know it's been reported that that uh, former national security Advisor Flynn uh, received compensation from Russian entities as well as Turkish entities during the, the period that's under investigation, and so that's certainly within the scope of the Mueller team's authority to look at. And if other members of the, of the staff, the campaign, or those connected to them more similarly uh, compensated, if there's a money trail there, it's, it's uh, important for the Mueller group to find out where it leads.
2: So Donald Trump in his speech on on Thursday uh, also reiterated his view that prosecutors should be investigating Hillary Clinton's emails. Uh, Rod Rosenstein on Sunday said he didn't view what the president said publicly as an order to the Justice Department and he added that Donald Trump uh, hasn't directed the investigation of any particular people uh, by the Justice Department. What does all that tell you about the relationship between the White House and the Justice Department uh, when it comes to this investigation?
1: Yeah, I think that's a it's a very disturbing trend uh, for the president to uh, turn the relationship between the presidency and the Justice Department into a sort of adversarial relationship based on on political points of view. Uh, the Justice Department is charged with enforcing the law; it's that simple. And and they shouldn't be influenced to do so in a certain way by the president or anyone else. I think the department has done an admirable job so far of resisting any pressures in that direction, whether they would come from the president or from Congress or from anyone else who might uh, attempt to exercise that influence.
2: I, I'm curious. I want to ask you almost a, a PR question. What, what does Rod Rosenstein gain from from going on the, the the Sunday talk shows like he did this weekend? Is there a message that that he was trying to send, and 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 do you think he sent it?
1: Well, I think he was doing uh, what Mr. Comey was doing early on before he was abruptly fired by the president. He's trying to remind all of us, uh, the press to begin with, that the American people and members of Congress that the Justice Department is an is an apolitical institution that is charged with enforcing the law, and and any attempt to interfere or to direct this, the direction of their investigation is improper.
2: I want to thank our guests. That's William Banks. He is the uh, director of the Institute for National Security and Counterterrorism, talking about the Russia investigation by special counsel Robert Mueller. Uh, Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein was on Fox News Sunday this weekend uh, declaring that it is no fishing expedition and also saying that he has not received any orders from uh, President Trump in terms of any uh, particular course the investigation should take and including his uh, his uh, suggestion that the Justice Department should be investigating Hillary Clinton's emails. Uh, that's it for this edition of Bloomberg Law. We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks to our technical director, Chris Trichromi, and our producer, David Sutcherman. You can find more legal news at BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com, plus an invaluable website for the legal community at BigLawBusiness.com. Coming up on Bloomberg Radio, it's going to be Bloomberg Markets. Carol Masser is away, so it'll just be Corey Johnson that's coming up on Bloomberg Radio, Bloomberg Markets. Thanks for listening to Bloomberg Law. We'll be back tomorrow. You're listening to Bloomberg Radio. This is Bloomberg.
0: Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way, from design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions. July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code radio20 at bloomberglive.com slash greenfestival.